Give me back tomorrow. Taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather round the fire. Together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep your eye on the prize. Oh. Well, good morning. This is the Dina Marie Show. Lift your spirits with Dina Marie. My name's Terry Phelan. I'm guest hosting today with Laura Elfline. Um, we are representing our businesses and our organization, the Northwest Eco Building Guild. Fantastic. Hi, everyone. This is Laura Elfline with Mighty House Construction and Mighty Energy Solutions. My companies uh, provide sustainable building solutions, remodels, and uh, additions, backyard cottages, all the rage these days. And uh, um, we also have a separate company, Mighty Energy, that does infrared radiant um, heat systems. And this is Terry again. I have a company, Living Shelter Architects. We also do house renovations, small, cool, green homes, um, accessory dwelling units. Uh, Laura and I worked on one of those last year together and had a lot of fun. And mission-driven organizations. Um, we're working on some projects right now for Posado Safe Haven up in Monroe and doing some really cool things with them. Yeah, no, not only did we work on a project together, but it's definitely gotten some good press lately. Yeah. It, it hit the uh, Seattle Times Pacific Magazine this last weekend. It was so cool to see that project in print. The owner said to me, just when we, were, we did a presentation about it, um, and had it on the Green Home Tour, I guess that was two Green Home Tours ago, and the owner had said to me, gosh, I feel like my project's a movie star. <laughs> and it's just continued to be so. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. It's yeah. got the looks. It's got got all the right things going for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great project. It was fun to work on that with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be more. <laughs> Indeed. So today we have a guest in the studio with us, um, Greg Lotakis. 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 <laughs> oh. I forgive you. So, so, it's okay. so quickly, yeah. I forgot. No, it's okay. Um, he's the COO with Node and co-chair of the Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit, which is sponsored by the Northwest Eco Building Guild. Greg, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. Good morning. Yeah, we Laura and I were joking that we saw each other last night up until about 8.30 for a committee meeting, and it's 8 o'clock in the morning here, and <laughs> all we've done in between is go to our homes and get a little bit of rest. So it's <laughs> great to be with you, continue to be with you, um, and uh, yeah, it's exciting to be here. Of course, I've been uh, helping with the Guild for some time. And I know we'll get to talk about that. And uh, been with Node for about six months. And we are working on a flat pack uh, system for uh, sustainable and healthy homes, which is really exciting. Oh, cool. And uh, so in the realm of prefab, but not fully modular, where you need a crane to set the home, which is can be very difficult in a lot of lots in Seattle. <laughs> right. Especially trying to do a backyard cottage. Yeah, imagine a giant it. crane and power lines everywhere <laughs> and hard access. And uh, so we are working on that. We have several clients coming up. And we are also focused on backyard cottages at the outset mm -hmm. and are working on our single-family home designs. 
Very cool. Yeah, it is fun. So it is more than backyard cottages. You're definitely going into more um, traditionally sized homes for single family. Absolutely. Yeah, we we want to focus on our uh, our uh, region here in Seattle and Western Washington. And backyard cottages really allow us to get our start and prototype our parts uh, as we think about. We've got some design challenges we've given ourselves including trying to make our own hardware so we can uh, essentially click our home together, um, wow. almost like Legos. And uh, and so we can uh, avoid some of the trickier um, elements of putting a house together and also the parts and pieces so that they're, they're manageable, carryable, uh, can move them to a, a tough spot and put them together. That sounds very cool. I love the Legos um, <laughs> idea. Yeah. And everyone can relate to that. It's come full circle. I don't think yeah. I'll ever stop wanting to play with Legos. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll come like on a pallet? You know, will you get like all your caulk and your nails and your clips and your things all palletized, delivered to your site? Yeah. The intent is to, uh, you know, imagine a, uh, a couple trucks coming uh, right now. Your walls and your floors all be panelized. They'll come out as a kit and land. Um, Working on different foundation solutions right now. Uh, Some might be very traditional. Traditional being, uh, for those at home, uh, more like a poured concrete foundation. Uh, We want to do a pin foundation system, uh, mainly because it allows us to disturb less of a site and um, be a little softer on the environment and also get into a site relatively quickly and get that process done so we can get going on the house. And then the rest of the finish is exactly, you know, kit of parts for the kitchen pack, bathroom pack, things like that. Yeah. So. A whole nother lifetime ago, I participated in building a Panabode home. And Panabode's been in Bellevue region for, I don't know, maybe 40 years. I mean, <laughs> I think this was 20 years ago that I did uh-huh. this. So, yeah. And it had been around a long time before that. And uh, it was incredible, like, to get these pallets and know that everything you need to build your house is there. Yeah. Yeah, right now. Your windows, your doors, your, your everything. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a really interesting experience. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an exceptionally fun challenge, and it's a, an exceptional challenge. Uh, and we're, uh, yeah, we're working through it. It's been quite a journey, and... Uh, got some great clients um a couple projects that have been completed already is fully modular so use the crane mm-hmm. uh, and landed uh homes so uh yeah we're excited to it's it's uh the other thing is it's a process too you're you know every piece you're uh not accepting that solution when you get there it's just the next step into the next solution and so you keep working at it yeah very cool very yeah. cool <laughs> um Speaking of backyard cottages and accessory dwelling units, (laughs) detached and otherwise, there's a fantastic uh, fair that's been put together this weekend. It's um, Saturday uh, from 2 to 6. It's at Southside Commons in the Columbia City neighborhood. And uh, a couple of folks, uh, Tor Peterson and Kelly Summers something. I'm so sorry. I can't remember (laughs) your last name right now. Um, with Ten Penny Design, I think, and they really pulled this together—a volunteer effort to really help educate the the public about what is a backyard cottage, what is an ex- accessory dwelling unit in your home, and what does it take to make that a reality from 
from permitting and design to construction and everything in between. And there's going to be several um, tables of vendors to discuss it, um, as well as um, uh, short uh, panel presentations. Actually, Greg and I are both going to be on the construction uh, panel discussion. I think it's like 20 minutes, so it'll be like the fastest panel conversation you've <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> and uh, and then several other of our Northwest Eco Building Guild friends and family are, are participating in this event. So I know based on who I know that's going to be there, it's going to be a really terrific event. It's a great way to learn about the the possibilities of adding an accessory dwelling unit to your property. So I invite anyone who is thinking about that or or even just curious about it to go and get some get some more information to help you make some decisions. Um, a year and a half ago, actually I guess it was about two years ago, I started on a journey of adding an accessory dwelling unit to a house that we were remodeling and a friend of ours actually joined into our household um, and is living in the accessory dwelling unit that was the, um, the result of the design. And she's also going to be at the fair. She's a real estate agent. Her name's Peggy Foster. And she will be um, representing the, the options for buying things together to, to help finance. So the co-buy um, movement where two people who are not related, two or more people who are not related can actually purchase property together and then um, and go on endeavors of making that property live larger than just a single family house. It really is a uh, a new model, maybe not. A, it, there's nothing new about it necessarily. Just someone said, "Why can't this happen?" And yeah. uh, you know, certainly the we're realizing that financing backyard cottages is not that straightforward because you know financing agencies, banks, etc., don't really understand how to value it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. you know that really presents a nice opportunity for two people to take that cost and cut it in half and mm -hmm. uh, create value on a single lot. I mean, there's a lot of not really wonderful attributes about the backyard cottage movement, and it's not just happening here in Seattle. It is in all the major cities that are having housing crisis. Mm -hmm. The, the um, policies that are coming out are starting to really favor the backyard cottage movement. Yeah. And again, ours was not a backyard cottage. Ours is actually an a attached accessory dwelling unit. So we went up with, we went from a single story to a story and a half. So um, the accessory dwelling unit is on the upper level. Um, Maybe it's it good to, do we really think well. everyone at home understands the difference between an ADU and a DADU? Is that a fair thing to share? Well, Probably I, not. I think that's a really <laughs> important thing to okay. share. Who's going to take that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, an ADU, and just an accessory dwelling unit, is what we've traditionally called mother-in-law apartments. You know, a lot of times people would throw in a kitchenette or, or something in their basement or a room that they, a big room they weren't using and uh, invite their family to live there, but had their, sort of their own space. And there's a whole set of codes that apply to that to make that a legal dwelling unit. A separate legal dwelling unit so that folks can rent it as well as um, 
account it differently in, in their home square footage. A detach or DADU is more like what folks refer to as backyard cottages, a separate unit that's not attached to the home that, um, that can also be a legal dwelling unit. So, so, you know, so much of our, um, our city has just single family residence zoning and this allows for it to be pseudo multifamily, but not multifamily. And that's sort of where Greg and Terry are talking about the financing problems. I was speaking with someone yesterday who um, was looking at buying a home and um, it had a garage that was already ready to go to become a detached ex accessory dwelling unit and they couldn't get the financing. The real estate market knows that it's there and so the price was set for um, having it be a multi-dwelling lot but because it's a single family zone they couldn't get the right financing for it and it was really tricky. Oh. It's going to be really interesting. I think that uh, the accessory dwelling unit fair that is going to be on uh, Saturday that's been mentioned is um, is it, the components of how to help people finance are going to be the most interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it seems that a lot of customers are using the equity in their home and getting a home equity line of credit to, to tackle right. a big portion of that yeah. um, cost for construction. And sometimes it's not quite enough to get to the costs um, just with how much it costs to build here in Seattle. Right. And mm -hmm. that's that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's what are we doing in the next hour? What are we talking about? <laughs> um, um, you are listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie today with Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline and Greg Lotakis. Lotakis. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone I I um, mispronounced Terry's last name earlier before <laughs> we came in. And we'll be back in a few minutes. Great. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information.
So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The Guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash Seattle today. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Give me back tomorrow. I've taken all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather around the fire. Together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep your eye on the prize. Oh, don't turn away. Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, but today with Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline and Greg Lotakis. Good morning. So before the break, we were talking about accessory dwelling units and the accessory dwelling fair, which is a great way to learn about accessory dwelling units and, and how to make that work for you. Um, there's some other opportunities for learning that we have to share with you today too um there's always stuff going on in seattle you know learning about ways to live more sustainably and um understand what you can do in your life whether you are um, living in an apartment or you know living at your parents house or have your own home there are all sorts of things you can do so cradle to cradle Cradle is a term about purchasing things or, or manufacturing in ways that at the end of the useful life of the manufactured product, it goes right back into the industrial food chain. Right. And this um, next week on Wednesday evening, the Northwest Eco Building Guild is hosting a cradle to cradle conversation, a pathway to a sustainable future regarding um, mostly on buildings. And um, we'll discuss products and projects that um, are, have been evaluated and certified cradle to cradle. And so really that every piece of their project that's gone in, into it has been considered and looked at and, and scrutinized and, and been thought through. And uh, some of the um, panel presenters there are Dirk from uh, Second Use Building Materials. I love that store. Oh, they are fantastic. Um, <laughs> and not only are they fantastic, but they are a great community member. They have really helped with the Eco Building Guild for years. Um, my company, Mighty House Construction, does education events there about once every two months throughout the year, helping DIYers understand how to use the materials at Second Use. They're a fantastic community member. There's also uh, Alexander Muller, uh, manager of Living Product Challenge at International Living Future Institute, and Jennifer Gray, or Frey, excuse me, with Associate Green Building Consultant at SASM Environmental Services, and it's moderated by architect Brian Callard. Aha, uh -huh. cool. 
and that is at the Wood Technology Center at, is that South Seattle College? Is that Yeah, that South is? Seattle College, but it's not at the college itself. It's, it's uh, the Wood Technology Center is um, up by Jackson and 23rd area, um, and it's from 6 to 8.30. Okay, and that's next Wednesday, next right? Next Wednesday, the 23rd. Okay, got a lot happening next week. Oh my God! Very busy. I mean, it's that time of year. It's like everybody gets out from the summer craziness, and then they hit us. Whatever industry I think you're in, they hit us with all these conferences and all these abilities to get together and learn and and experience new things for like two and a half months, and then holidays hit. (laughs) (laughs) And then they kick it back in. The last bit of energy out of you, and then you go get to hibernate. Right. But then they started back up, like mid-January, end of January (laughs) until mid-May, and they just squeeze it all in. And we, you know, the Northwest Eco Building, it's no different. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, there's only so many weeks in the year. (laughs) I think the fact that things really ramp up in, in the fall goes, it always connects back to our childhood. It's like, School starts yeah. in yep. September. It's time to learn. It's time to start a new project. It's time to just kind of buckle down and and get shit done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Yep. And um, it didn't get bleeped. Well, I think it's a great reframe, too. I mean, fall is is renewal so it's when we start to you know buckle down and it's also a great planning time if you're thinking about a project it's a great time to wrap your mind around it and start preparing for it because it's Mm -hmm. typically the spring summer months that we want to be tackling a lot i mean ideally we're tackling a lot of these projects in the summer when the weather's a little bit better on us um so yeah this this is a great time to learn and plan yeah Yeah. for sure for sure so speaking of lots of stuff happening next week it's a i was really um speaking to the northwest eco building guild so the there's the cradle to cradle um education event on wednesday and then our big annual event is friday and saturday and indeed and greg i i think you could yeah speak to this um it's um uh, I remember the educational session I was sitting in when they were looking for volunteers some years ago uh, and uh, to help on the committee, and um, and uh, I got nabbed, and here we are uh, many years later. Um, the event has evolved, the slam, or 10 by 10 by 10, as it was. Gosh, uh, it was called that when you would come with 10 slides. And 10 people would have 10 minutes to present those actual 10 slides. They'd put them into a carousel. There might even be people listening to this that don't even know what a slide carousel is anymore. (laughs) And so when I started getting involved with the slam, I was like, nobody knows what 10 by 10 is except for guild members. Let's rebrand this to something that folks really can understand. Because uh, it's really like a TED Talks for green building. Exactly. It's 10 fast-paced presentations. And um, we get roughly 300 or or more folks that come out on a Friday night for like three, four hours sitting down (laughs) listening to these presentations. And it's amazing. And everybody leaves so excited and inspired. And 
um, and educated. Um, I, I think it's the power of story too. I yeah, mean, we're for sure. You know, I think the beautiful thing about the design of our event is that Friday night is story, and you know where the energy comes from, and and what we get excited about. And Saturday is really kind of buckling down and digging into the nuts and bolts of things, and you know, learning a little bit more in the detail. So on Friday night, we'll have you know, these 10 projects, as Laura mentioned, and some of those projects will be presenting again on Saturday. And so the really cool thing about that is on Friday night, you get to understand the how it came together. You know, what was what was it like to try and tackle that, you know, and, and run towards that North Star type of project. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then Saturday, you're like, oh, that was totally inspiring yesterday and yeah now they're you know the reality is yeah that piece was tough and that's how they solved it and this piece was uh, a new way to do something so you really get a lot out of those two days mm-hmm. and uh, it's been um, fun to co-create and kind of redesign that weekend um, and also pull the rest of guild members in the northwest you know give them a reason if they're coming from Oregon or Montana or Idaho or parts of uh, Washington that are not near Seattle, uh, a reason to come out and join for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's um, it's been a lot of fun. But it's more than members that come to this event for sure. Truth. Yeah, yeah. There's lots, lots more. Um, it's open to everyone. I would say that Friday night, the slam with the fast-paced talks, that's really um, something that everyone can be engaged with. And should. And right. should. Yeah. I mean, even my kids, my you know, 13-year-old the, twin daughters, really enjoy listening to the stories. It's a, you know, I'm always sort of a little surprised. I've actually wrote them into volunteering last year and, and this they year. Did an so. amazing job. <laughs> Our technical team. <laughs> Our technical team. And I think this year we're going to be helping with the uh, greeting and food buffet. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, and then Saturday, Saturday tends to be more folks who are involved either peripherally or um, intentionally as professionals in the green building movement. But Friday night's really about everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. There's students that come. There's there's people who are interested in doing their own project. There's you know friends of the people who had a project done. Um, it's really a festive event. Yeah, and great. Great energy. And that is, we'll probably say it several times, but it's actually not this weekend, but next. So Friday, October 25th in the evening, and then Saturday, October 26th, all day. And that's at University of Washington's Kane Hall here in Seattle. And uh, you can learn more at northwestgreen.org. All spelled out. No NW, Northwest, the whole word, green.org. And you can get tickets through Eventbrite. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, one of the things also that's involved with those the two days is that we sort of have a little trade fair um, associated with, with the event. And our sponsors um, come back. I mean, they really come back year after year mm-hmm. uh, because they realize the value of this, this project. Um, I'd just like to give a shout-out to some of those, including Dunn Lumber Puget Sound Cooperative Credit Union, Small Planet Supply, Green Home Solutions, 475 High Performance Building Supply, and my company, Mighty Energy Solutions, as well as like another 20 organizations that um, 
that come out and to support this event. And it's it's really a collaboration of volunteer work and and sponsorship. So and I think it's. I mean, we all we always give a shout out to the sponsors. I think it's important that these are places where you can get answers if you're not a professional in the industry and you're wanting to know like where am i going to get that cradle to cradle type countertop or floor product or whatever uh these are the type of companies like green home solutions etc that you know can help you answer those questions and uh you know you mentioned puget sound cooperative credit union Mm -hmm. pscu um and they've been um, among with some other banks, kind of at the forefront of helping folks with solar loans and right. energy efficiency loans and things mm-hmm. like that. That if you need that, uh, you know, a little bit of that money to help get the savings that you want and make your home healthier, yeah, you know, these are the folks that are a resource. Yeah, Puget okay. Sound uh, Cooperative Credit Union is where we got our solar loan, and it's a super low interest rate. Um, they're fantastic to work for. We got our energy upgrades alone there, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little family of supporters. Yeah. So this is Laura Elfline and Terry Phelan with Greg Lotakis uh, supporting the Dina Marie Lift Your Spirit show today. We will be back in a minute. Whatever it takes, we will stand free. Living Shelter Architects offers innovative design solutions for healthy and resilient homes, restorative small businesses, and mission-driven organizations with the goal of positively impacting our community and our planet. They strive to make sustainable design affordable and accessible. Based in Issaquah, Washington, they serve their Pacific Northwest clients from the San Juan Islands to the Yakima wine country. For a free consultation, visit livingshelter.com today. Aloha! Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. Mighty House Construction is a family business that knows a well-crafted, comfortable, and healthy home can also be resilient, eco-friendly, and energy efficient. They also know that a home that uses less energy to do more things is a home that is built right and will save you money every day. Mighty House Construction has been bridging comfort, quality, and sustainability in Seattle homes for more than 10 years. See their work and learn more about their process at MightyHomeConstruction.com. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Give me back tomorrow, taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather round the fire, together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground, keep your eye on the prize. Good morning, this is the Dina Marie Lift Your Spirit Show. And um, this is not Dina Marie, it's Laura <laughs> Elfline. Uh, with Mighty House Construction and Terry Phelan with Living Shelter Architects, joined by our guest today, Greg Latakis. 
Hello, uh, everybody. Yeah. And uh, we've been talking about all the amazing education events that October holds for learning about green building and backyard cottages and how to do things better and best in your um, homes and remodel, mostly around remodeling and new construction. Um, I think um, it's always surprised me how I have a lot of friends that are super smart and super engaged in how to um, eat well and keep their bodies really healthy. And then it comes to remodeling their home and they'll come to me and they'll say, I'm thinking about doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh my God, don't. <laughs> please, please, please. Can we, can we talk about that? Don't buy anything yet. Let's talk about it. Can we have an hour or two to have coffee or a beverage and get some reality around what will make most sense for your home? Because remodeling is expensive and you want to do it in a way that is going to last the test of time. Um, if you have a family, last your kids. And um, also be provide a healthy environment for you to really live and grow and yeah. um, be with one another. There, I, there are so many people who remodel their home. Or I think people are getting smarter about it. But in the past, there have been a lot of people who have gotten really sick when they move into their home that's just been remodeled. Because so many of the products that were you know, just the go-to products, you know, carpet and vinyl flooring and and cabinets made from particle board, um, they off-gas really nasty things. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not, you know, you, you move back in and suddenly you get sick. I think a lot of the builders that have moved towards doing green remodeling have done so because they themselves have gotten sick doing their work. Right. And they are the ones that really understand um, how... Being around products that are healthy can just completely change the the atmosphere of you know the lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Either they've seen the remodels in indoor air environment make themselves sick or their friends and family sick, or they see how it's making the planet sick, which is causing well, us all yeah. huge systematic problems all over the place. Right. And the the thing that I've always come to is realizing that what makes us healthy also is healthier for the planet so it's an easy win-win situation if you're doing things right for yourself you're probably doing it right for the planet too um, and so that's really great I think um, you know before the break we were talking about really just education forward all the time and we we're talking about some of our sponsors who are going to be um, sort of having a little uh, trades fair at the um, Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit next Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. And um, sometimes I think that people hear the word trades fair or, you know, vendor tables and stuff, and they think they're going to be sold to. And the thing about guild members and our sponsors is that they are really f all focused on education forward. Absolutely. I mean, they are not salespeople to a fault, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it definitely grows our businesses a little bit more slowly than we'd like because we are so giving of our time and our energy and our knowledge and really want to see things done right. Absolutely. And so it's it's really just a great opportunity to, to, to really learn and um, not make mistakes with your finances. I mean, you want to invest in the right things in the right ways, 
uh, when you think about financial portfolio, well, your house and your remodel is no different. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I think the healthy, you know, not just remodels, it's just as you additions or new construction. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that we're seeing and what we're heading towards is our energy codes in Seattle and Washington State are getting better and better and better. And I'm, what I mean when I say that is they are going to require us to get better and better and better. And it means the homes are getting tighter. And when, as Terry was saying, when you start putting products just in your home and you're not thinking through what they do and you make your home tighter, you're you know putting all that stuff inside a tight space with you. And so it matters so much. Yeah. Um, and you know that's just a, an example of how the system works. It's just not, house is not a simple thing. It's a system and yep. you got to keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. That brings to mind um, a project that I recently worked on, which I'm actually going to be presenting, co-presenting at the Green Building Slam next Friday. And it's Sela uh, Vista over in the Yakima area. And those homes are designed to be built. It's a, well, first of all, it's a 60 home net zero energy and healthy community. So big project. Um, and it's, it's under construction right now. There's, I think, about half a dozen homes that have been built so far. And the model was completed a couple of years ago. And that's what we're going to be focusing on um, on next Friday. But one of the things that we decided was that these homes were going to be built to the 2030 energy code instead of the current energy code. And in Washington State, the energy code is getting more and more stringent every every year or every three years. Every three, yeah. yeah. Yeah, until it's it's like a huge change over time. So I think it's mm-hmm. 10% more stringent every three years. Um, so the decision to to build these for 10 years out was really future-proofing them. And um, I think that's a really smart thing to do. I think a few uh, builders are starting to do that. Yeah, I love I love that that's uh, you know a goal and a North Star for that development and thinking in that way. It's a, it, other builders are, I mean, I know in this circle, a lot of builders are thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you certainly can, you know, as you think about those de- designs and being able to do that again somewhere else, you create that opportunity to be ready for that energy code. Right, right, because it's going to be a challenge for the small builder to keep making these changes. So yeah. I say just do it now. We're and at Node, we're, we have the same mindset, like mm-hmm. let's design for 2030 now um, and just cook that into our designs, and that's what people can expect. Yeah, right. And at the Northwest Eco Building Guild, uh, we were just setting uh, or putting some final touches on next year's education opportunities. And uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing is sort of some small, um, quick hits on the energy codes Mm -hmm. and having some gatherings around that. So if, if you yourself aren't a builder, but you know someone who is or you're thinking about a remodel and you want to really... Um, engage in more um, efficient solutions for your home, 
you know, get them connected to the Northwest Eco Building Guild, ecobuilding.org, or have them come to the Slam and Summit and really start to learn about some of these more um, appropriate solutions to living in the future in our homes. Yeah. Because the future is just around the corner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny to hear you say 2030 codes because forever we were talking about 2020 codes. I and know. that was going to be really the turning point. And it's, we're not there yet. And 2020 is seconds away. And it's, just, I think I'm in denial. I keep writing like 2018 on things <laughs> <laughs> in hopes that we still have another year before it hits 2020. Everything <laughs> feels like we're moving in dog years for sure. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So mm-hmm. we've been uh, talking about, want to do another shout out. It's Northwest Green, all spelled out. Northwestgreen.org is um, where you can find more information about the Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit coming up October 25th and 26th. And um, we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Laura Elfline and Terry Phelan uh, co-hosting for Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Don't go back Next train's coming Down the track Wherever you are Tea with Your Dragon is a tea shop located in historic downtown Stanwood. They specialize in herbal products to improve your everyday life and carry over 150 bulk herbs, spices, and teas. Their teas are carefully handcrafted with the finest organic ingredients. Tea with Your Dragon is full of whimsical gifts, locally handmade jewelry, and has a beautiful collection of stones and crystals. To learn more, visit teawithyourdragon.com or like them on Facebook to see upcoming classes and events. Interested in green building energy efficiency and sustainable practices? Register now for the 2019 Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit. The annual event is back for another weekend of remarkable case studies and expert advice at the University of Washington in Seattle, October 25th and 26th. Meet local architects, builders, interior designers, and other eco-conscious experts. Hear from keynote speaker Stacy Smedley, Director of Sustainability at Skanska USA Building, and Moment of Inspiration speaker Sarah Vander Zandin, Director of Facing Homelessness. Mingle with like-minded professionals and enjoy food and drinks included with your ticket. Head to northwestgreen.org to purchase your tickets now. The Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit is sponsored by the Northwest Eco Building Guild, a nonprofit community concerned with ecological building and long-term sustainability in the Pacific Northwest. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. My name is Terry Phelan. I'm with Living Shelter Architects, and I'm here with Laura Elfline with Mighty House Construction and Mighty Energy Solutions, and our guest, Greg Lotakis from Node. Morning. Greg is also co-chair with me for the Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit which we've been talking a little bit about today. You can find out more information at northwestgreen.org. And um, one of Greg's focus on this and it, uh, has been really helping with the keynote speaker and um, noticing the themes that are sort of developed for the, especially the second day of the, the, the Slam and Summit, the summit portion. Um, you want to tell us more about what's going on there? I'd love to. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the the evolution of the event has been, you know, trying to pull in as much um, varied voice in our weekend. Um, and so we last year we tried something where we had a keynote in the morning and then we had a um, moment of inspiration speaker at the end of the day, uh, right at the happy hour around 5, 530. And um, uh, that was amazing. And uh, we're going to do that again this year. And so we bookended the day um, with two amazing women. Um, the first, our keynote, Stacy Smedley, um, is with uh, Skanska USA. And Stacy is their director of sustainability. And uh, I'm really excited. Um, I uh, don't want to reveal too much uh, because <laughs> I want everyone to come and listen to uh, Stacy. Uh, I think she's hot off the trail of the living products. Uh, event down in, um, I think it was in Nashville uh, recently, a lot of discussion around product and embodied carbon. Uh, Skansk has been working on an embodied carbon calculator. So for mm. those at home, uh, you know, embodied carbon is just like, you know, everything it takes to build our home, what, how much carbon did that take? And now how do we think about the products that are used to drive down how much carbon went into building our home? It's a it's a meaty topic, and um, and the tool has been built to help uh, industry, help the industry, and so that's just one of the aspects um, that I expect Stacy to speak on. Um, she is amazing and uh, multi-talented. She's also a musician, so you might see her playing, you know, in Ballard some night. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then we have Sarah Vanderzanden, who is the executive director of Facing Homelessness. Mm-hmm. And uh, some folks might know of Facing Homelessness uh, from their different programs. Uh, for us in the built environment, we're uh, uh, kind of uh, the Darling is the Block project, which is a beautiful example of a systems approach to creating shelter for those that live outside. Uh, a living building, a very green, very healthy 120 square foot home that would go in the backyard of a host family and give shelter to someone that's been living outside. That's just one of the Facing Homelessness programs. Um, And Sarah is going to be there as our moment of inspiration to just share what's going on with the program and really um, remind us that this is uh, the homelessness is not a homelessness crisis. It's a community crisis. Mm -hmm. And uh, that it's really important that we recognize that member of our community. So... um, and uh, so that bookend is going to be amazing. I'm really excited about our day. Um, we're also 
uh, going to pay uh, you know, just kind of a humble tribute to Patty Southard, who is a um, matriarch of sustainability mm-hmm. here in Seattle. And uh, we lost um, recently, and uh, uh, we'll have some notes about Patty very simply, just as a reminder of uh, how big of a hole that leaves in our community. And um, we're looking forward to uh, sharing a little bit of her story uh, just in um, just in our program and a couple words, and uh, she'll be with us. Yeah. yeah. And we're also asking folks to come to the event and, and bring something. Thank you. So facing homelessness, so um, Patty Southard was not just someone that talked about sustainability. Um, Patty was someone that expected us to be actionable. And uh, Facing Homelessness is a program that we'd like to support during our event. And it's very simple. Um, It's as simple as clean pairs of socks or a tent or uh, a tarp. And uh, we're going to be sending out um, information about how people can either donate or bring something to our event to support Facing Homelessness. Uh, This is our call to action. This is um, a little way in which uh, Patty would have expected us to be actionable. Wow. That's the first time I've heard of, of this particular piece of this year's event. And it, it makes my heart sing to, to think of how, how little things like this can help people who are in that transition. I, they, most people that live outside don't want to live outside. Something has happened in their lives that has forced them to take that as a temporary option. Mm-hmm. And they can get stuck there. Yeah. Um, so just helping to lift it's, them up so they can step out of that. It's been, uh, it's really uh, opened my eyes. I know there's still very, I still have a narrow gaze, but just in my talks and prep for what we've been doing to learn, really dig into the demographics and understand that, you know, a lot of our assumptions are not true about how people got there mm-hmm. and who those people are. And so, um, again, you know, this is a community crisis um, when you start to think about giving someone shelter, that is the thing that is the springboard to them getting their feet back under them and becoming right. a part of the community again. Yeah, having having solid ground under them, mm. having an address that they can mm-hmm. put on their job interviews mm-hmm. or their their applications. Um, yeah, I I can't imagine being in that that place. Yeah, and it's a simple. A lot of them, it, it, you know, it was a simple thing. A lot of them, it's a health issue or a family crisis uh, and for the youth. There's a lot of youth that, that are you know, living outside, and it's, it was a family crisis or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Far from our you know, assumptions about mental health and, and things like that. Certainly those play into that, and, but yeah. you know, there's a lot that's not that. And, uh, and it's just you know, easy to find yourself there so mm-hmm. where are you going to get that support yeah. so i think that'll be a great you know for folks to see that um and again the blog project although it's uh small and mighty and and they're making more homes and need host families so come learn about the block project it's um uh it's also one example of many that need to occur in our communities and uh and if you look if you start to dig in which i have a little bit the cities that have taken on providing housing the money that they spend on the homelessness issue is less than treating people that are actually living outside if they're providing housing so it's just 
where it's a, there's a lot to tackle and I get it and uh, um, but there's a lot of reason to tackle it and provide shelter for folks. <sighs> Got it. Big. Oh, it's a, big. yeah, it is big. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do on Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we have to, we have to tackle the, the big issues as well as the small ones and, you know, inspire ourselves to take one little step that can inspire somebody else to take another step. I, I think I, a reminder is for folks when we talk about when the word sustainability is used, we gravitate towards the green, the green building and things like that, tangible things. And, and sustainability is just as much about equity. Social equity and social justice. Yeah. yeah. And, and doing that in community and getting involved with folks that are trying to solve problems makes the makes the issues feel less big because you feel mm-hmm. you experience the energy of others tackling the same problems that are important um yeah and you know facing homelessness and the block project those are really fantastic organizations um you know sawhorse revolution is also a fantastic organization in our community that's um providing tiny homes for homeless encampments and um, in that process, they are teaching youth about how to build, which is something that we've the schools have totally gotten out of. Wood workshop just really doesn't exist. There's some coming back, little bits and pieces now, um, but it's probably ten years or another five years before that that turnaround and bringing back shop classes is back in our high schools. Mm-hmm. So in the in the meantime, Sawhorse Revolution is really providing a filling a gap of um, teens learning about building. Um, I recently heard some statistics, and I'm really bad with statistics, but it was like an enormous number of people who are incarcerated are folks who don't do well in traditional learning environments Mm -hmm. and who would have been folks who went to shop class and went into the trades, but we've been pushing so hard for science and technology and um, and the like for so many years that they feel like they shouldn't go to that. They should do this science and technology um, track, and but that's not where their skill sets lay. And yeah. so then they feel left behind and, and get in trouble and get incarcerated. And um, you know, then trying to get back into um, regular life becomes even more difficult. And well, so if we have these programs and like Sawhorse Revolution or getting back shop classes into the high schools that people will find their their place yeah and there is so much need in the trades Mm. for new people I mean there's there's this gap of you know people who are getting to an age where they're going to need to step back their bodies won't do the do the trades anymore and there aren't enough young people to come in and take their place and we need more and more so if you know if you know a young person who has hand skill sets please get them thinking about entering the trades. And I think we're about out of time for today. Um, thank you so much. This is um, Terry Phelan. We're, we're sitting in for Dina Marie. This is the Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie show. And I'm here with Laura Elfline and Greg Lotakis. Remember northwestgreen.org to um, learn more about the Eco Building Guild's event next weekend, the 25th and 26th. 
Thank you, Greg, for joining us. Oh, it's today. been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you all. We'll see you next time. Science is a secret.